So as it's Christmas time, it's obviously a time for gifts and wrapping and presents and all that sort of thing. And I was in town there just getting a couple of gifts two or three times over the last week, uh, just picking up a few bits and pieces and lots of people around and... Uh, Pennies especially was jammed. Pennies is a big, a big, a big hit with our young people here. <clears throat> Whenever we have an outing, they want to go to Clonmel, and I thought it was to see, you know, the architecture or uh, no, 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 it's to go to Pennies. They love, they love Pennies. Uh, pennies is quite popular. Actually, I remember hearing a story of, of a lady uh, who, do you know the way when Irish people generally speaking, if you give a compliment to someone's clothes, oh, it's a lovely skirt, ah, Pennies. Thanks, Pennies. Lovely top, lovely, lovely scarf. Thanks, Pennies. Uh, so much so that a, a Polish lady who came to work, live and work in Ireland, thought that the way Irish people say thank you is thanks, Pennies. <laughs> so you know, like, she, so th- thanks for having your, 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 you know, your contract in on time. Yeah, th- yeah, thanks, Pennies. Um, she thought, anyway, but it's just very funny uh, the, the the way. But it is it is a, it is a time for, for for gifts and gift giving, and the theme of gifts I think is, is important at this time of the year. Because hopefully it's a time of the year when we begin to recognise, uh, we begin to recognise what is actually important. You know, people come home from abroad, the family gathers again. I think that that kind of thing is it's it's important to recognise what 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 has real value, what has lasting value. It's so funny with kids, I think we children have been the same for eons. But how uh, I remember myself like uh, getting a really expensive toy. But the box it came in was epic. The bo- I remember my, my own sister as well, when she got a, a new freezer at home. Obviously, a freezer comes in a box, which is that big. It was the best toy. They got about six months out of it. It was because it, it was a house. It was a slide. It was a ram, a battering ram for the brothers. Uh, it was just great crack. Right? So gifts. And what gifts are important? What gifts are lasting? When we think of what the Lord has done today. So what begins today in, in, in a visible way. God made man. God made man. And it's, as I say, it's something that we, we meditate here a lot on in, in Holy Family is that, is that these things are, there's a lovely like, children's version of all this story, which is, which is great, and the tea towels on the head and the little donkeys and come, they told me, power up a bum bums and all this kind of stuff. Great, okay. But it's also like an adult understanding of, of what goes on here. This little child was, was born into abject poverty, born in, in a trough. And then within a short time has to flee for his life because the madman of a local governor wants him dead. And so he flees to a foreign country, off to Egypt, where Hebrews, Jews, were not liked. Remember the, the, the flood and the cro- passage through the Red Sea and the Red Sea closing on the Egyptians and all of his horsemen and all of his chariots. They, they were not viewed positively at all. So they had to live down there in Egypt. So, Jesus might well have spoken a bit of Egyptian, we don't know. Uh, and then come back and eventually settle in, in, in Nazareth and, and live a very hidden life for 30 years. So this, the, the, the great like, abilities that Jesus had, you know, to read souls, read hearts, heal and teach and preach and all that kind of thing, this is all very, very hidden for 30 years, 30 years. But then when the time came, he'd work his first miracle in Cana. And that set, that set him in the public eye. Now he's, he's visible. Now he's known. Now people are coming to him to hear his preaching and his teaching. And the Lord knew and said from the beginning that this would all culminate not in something as, as adorable as a crib, but it would culminate in, in the cross. So Jesus became man 
so that he could die. He became man so that as God he'd be able to experience mortality and show us that this is how much I love you. I don't just give you a book that you can read or love letters if you will. God speaking to us in, in his word. I don't just give you a beautiful world to live in to prove that I love you but I'll, I'll prove it with my actions. I'll prove it with my life. This is how much you're worth to me. This is how much I want you in heaven. This is, is your value. This is also the, the consequence or the weight of our sin. So this is all, there's a very, a very serious like adult understanding of Christmas too. So this is a phenomenal gift. To know the Lord and to know the truth of our value in his sight. To know who we are for him. This, this, is, this is the gift of all gifts. Why? Because every other gift, I remember my, my favourite gift, my, I'm not sure if you maybe have a, a favourite Christmas gift from yesteryear, maybe a pony. Any of you get a pony for Christmas at any point? No? Uh, I remember my favourite favorite gift was a little scale trick. About, uh, I thought it was huge at the time. It was probably only as half the size I am now. Uh, but it was, just, and it was an oval track. And we'd get it out every year and have the cars spinning around and baiting off each other and all that. Loved that. It was absolutely fantastic. And maybe you all have a, a favourite gift that you can remember. But as we, as we grow up, as we move on from the gifts of, you know, a pair of socks or a tie for... How many ties have you got this year? Don't, you don't wear ties, do you? <laughs> uh, as we move on from those kind of gifts, I think it's very important for us all to set our minds and hearts on the gifts that last. Because all of us want gifts you know if you buy something for your child you want that they get more than a day out of it I think I heard a story of uh, someone who got a little um, a drone for for Christmas you know so they all they set it all up they put in the batteries charge the whole thing and uh, how does this yoke work and just hit straight up straight into the chandelier mangled it and that was it they got about I'd say two and a half seconds flying flying time out of it so you'd hope you'd hope that our gifts last, the gifts that we give, we want them to, to, to last. The gift of faith, the gift of our relationship with Jesus is the greatest gift because unlike everything else, if we get this gift right, if we can hold on to this gift, it lasts forever. It lasts forever. So if this is the greatest gift, then how do we how do we get it? And how do we give it? The getting it is very much, it's, I think we, we can simplify it. There, 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 you could write a whole treatise on, on, on faith and how to live it and how, how, how to culture this, this, this gift. But the simple brass tacks, reduce it down, synthesize it, it comes to your prayer life. Your prayer life. There's a, a very good American speaker called Mark Hart he speaks about faith and Christian matters, Catholic matters and all that kind of thing. And he said, prayer doesn't help our relationship with God. Prayer is our relationship with God. So if I'm not praying, I, I don't have a relationship with God. I might believe he exists and he's there and he helps the Pope and Mother Teresa and all these important people, but not really me. I mean, he's there, but that's fine. That's, he's does his, he does his thing, I do mine. Prayer is my relationship with God. If I'm not praying, I don't actually have a relationship with him. 
So that means my faith is effectively non-existent. It's blunt to phrase it that way, but if, if, I, don't, if I don't ever talk to him, what, what is my faith? What is it? Uh, I believe he exists. That's just belief. That's not faith. Faith is a different thing. Do I have a relationship with this God? And any relationship, as you who are married will know much better than me, any relationship is based on actual communication. No point believing your wife exists. You might have to actually talk to her. So, <laughs> same with God. It's not very different. So, our, our prayer life is how we f- get that gift of faith, how we foster it, how we deepen that gift, how we get to know who the Lord is, how we get to know his will for us. It's all through our prayer. And that requires time. If I never give the Lord any time in my life, then I will never have time to pray. I will never have a lived relationship with him. My faith will never grow. But then once we have that, once we have a, a relationship with the Lord, to some degree, a greater or lesser degree, I mean, it's, it's, a, it's something that we hope that throughout our whole lives will grow. But when we have that, how do you, how do you give it? In a way, you can't, in that you can't force anybody to believe what you believe. You can't force your faith on anyone. But people will see what you do. People will see how you live. People will see the coherence of of your actions with your words, your actions with your faith. And that's what makes it attractive. When they see that in times of difficulty and distress that our faith helps us that our faith lifts us up that our faith carries us that our faith gives us hope that our faith makes us joyful for God's sake our, our faith should make us joyful when they see that that's, that makes our faith attractive it makes it interesting it gives us, it gives us something that otherwise we would not have and in, in a family scenario, the, the, the key, one of the key things, this is statistically borne out, to passing on the faith, is the actions of the father. If the father leads the family in faith, the family will follow. So that's a bit of a challenge to all you dads out there. Lead grace before meals tomorrow. Lead grace before meals. Just let, let your children see that this faith thing is important to you, that faith is important to you, that, 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 that the Lord is important to you, that eternal life is important to you, that you want to actually give them this greatest gift, but don't delegate that to someone else. This is important. Do it yourself. Do it yourself. Lead your family in prayer. And the fruit of that is eternity. The fruit of that is eternity. Because if we walk with the Lord throughout our lives, then we, God willing, will choose him at the end of it. This is, this is the greatest gift that any of us could ever wish for. I mean, who doesn't want their children to be happy? Who doesn't want them to be happy forever? So if, if a little prayer every now and again, if lead my family in prayer every now and again, is all I have to do to get my family to heaven, that's well worth doing. It's a very small investment for a huge return. Today is a day of joy. It's a day of hope. It's a day where in the the darkness of this night, the light of the world comes into the crib. My prayer for for us all here 
is that that doesn't just, just happen in the crib, but that the light of the Lord's presence comes into our families, comes into our own hearts, and it carries us through any difficulty or adversity or challenge that we're going through. The Lord will not barge into our lives. He wants to know that he's welcome. And he knows that he's welcome through our actions, through the time that I give him in prayer. So we ask the Lord today to help us recognize and give him his rightful place in our families, that he, the light of the world, can illuminate every one of our families now and into eternity. Amen. Dear brothers and sisters, thank you so much for joining us uh, for these homilies on the internet, wherever you are watching us. Uh, it's a great honour and privilege that you would join us uh, on such a regular basis to share in our life here in Holy Family Mission. We're now eight years on the go, and we've had the privilege of welcoming over 90 young people to take part in our year-long faith formation programme. Uh, and all of that is possible due to your donations, your support, your help and your prayers. So we're greatly, greatly appreciative of all that has been done here, uh, also through your support and your efforts. Uh, this is our fundraising Christmas appeal time of the year as well. So if any of you can or would like to support us, uh, we would be delighted if you could do so. We, maybe I shouldn't be saying all of this, but we uh, uh, charge our young people €4,000 a year to be here. It costs in our around €10,000. We subsidise the price then by running retreats here and by fundraising. That's how, that's how we, we work. So uh, thank you so much for all <coughs> that you can do to further the mission of Holy Family Mission, that we can continue to renew, reinvigorate and revive the faith here in this country and indeed abroad. God bless you.